recap on Reish Mem Hey. Hey. So Mutali Israelitin Skarlian Yehudilim Korim Katsatzlo Sachar. So you're allowed to give merchandise for a non Jew to work for you. That's fine. And right. He'll pay you his uh, the portion that you agree to. As long as you don't open up the, mer- the you give him merchandise and you tell him specifically go work on Shabbos. So what happens? It's the non-Jew who owns the tanur, right? It's this big, big heavy item or built in. That's not movable. It's in the non-Jew's home. And what happened? The non-Jew borrowed money. He took a loan from a Jew. So now the Jew gets rights to the tanur. Well, well rather, the, the goy is who is going to use the tanur that's in this house. The, the Jew gets it as a, as, a, as a mashkon, but the non-Jew uses it. And he takes from the prophet, or from the, the bread, or from the prophet, from using the tanur. That's how he's going to pay back the Jew. Or whether the the principal or the interest. So what happens? Okay, so that's so he's going to be paying him through this money. So then, mutarli Shabbat so this is mutar. You are allowed to get benefit because the non-Jew is not getting, is not doing this because you told it to do it, him to do it. It's in his property. There's no marit ayin issues, and it's just it's the same as the Jew, the non-Jew just using it whenever he feels like it for himself, and then now he and he just takes money from his pocket and pays back the Jew. It's essentially. But yeah, that, exactly. Even though it's a, even though it's the Jews mashkon, it's not a problem. Okay. Um, vav. Uh, okay, and this is even if it's not done behavla. Okay. Vav. Im afu enam yehudim betanuro sheyisrael b'shabbat. So what happens? A Jew has a tanur, right, and it's in the Jew's home. Non-Jews come to his house uh, without permission, al karcho, and but they're going to pay him for using the tanur specifically on Shabbos. He's coming into that; they're coming into his home uh, property to use the tanur on Shabbos from the baked goods. They're still they're not stealing; they're going to they're going to rent it out for the day. Um, so what do they do? They're going to take parts of the bread that they bake and use that and give that to the Jew to pay him for that day's usage or from the prophet. Okay. They, they took it without his permission. Asur lehanot mimenu. That's definitely a form of stealing. Okay. As far as I understand. So they're using it without his permission. Now, but they're going to pay him for the rights. The box says that they, not just on Shabbos, they use it regularly. They have the key, everything to go into the bakery. No, no, the, the dafka, the problem is that you are using it only for Zechariah Shabbos. That's why it's asserted to get the, it's, it's, the case is, 
this this case that's asur is because you're only getting the schar from Shabbat itself. So then it's clearly schar Shabbos, and that's when it is clearly going to be asur. Um, there is there is discussion on how exactly to interpret and deal with this halacha. Um, let's see. The Mishnah points out, for example, at Bediyavid, if it wasn't clearly just for Schar Shabbos, but it's in your property, and there may be an issue of Maritain, he does say that Bediyavid, again, this is a machloket that we came up with yesterday or the day before, that it's a machloket lechatchila between the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah, uh, well, actually, or really the Achronim, more the Ashkenazic Achronim, Whenever it's a Isr Medina of Schar Shabbos, you're not allowed to be, get benefit. But whenever it's just an issue of Marit Ain, many of the Ashkenazi poskim in particular are Mako. I mean, there's always different scenarios, etc. And Hefzid Merubah is always another factor. But in general, you're not allowed to get the, you are, the Ashkenazim are Mako when it's only an issue of Marit Ain. So it depends on what, you know, your specific case is. If it's clearly Looks like Schar Shabbos, so then that's probably Asr Medina. If it's Marit Ayin only, so but Yavid, it's a, it seems to be a Machokar Ashkenazi Masfardim. Um, but if you're borrowing it, if they take it and they're using it for the whole week without permission, then you are allowed to benefit with, with whatever they make, and it's just Behavla, it just gets swallowed up into the week, and that's not a problem. Okay. Uh, even if you gave him permission with Mari. So I have to figure out how that works out with Mari. Dine depends, correct. Okay. So now, well, let's finish reading. You're allowed to give out to lend and to rent or to lease your possessions on, we're not talking about land, we're not talking about animals right now, we're talking about just inanimate objects. Even though they're going to be using your kelim on Shabbos. It's mutar, why? Because very famous machloke between Beitila and Shamai, but we hold that there is no iser of shvitat kelim. You do not have to, your kelim don't have to keep Shabbos with you as well. Your kelim can do work. So therefore, it's not a problem to give it to them. This is the Ikar Halacha, according to the Sephardim. Shulchan Aruch. The Yesh Omrim. But this is a Yesh Omrim that the Ramah is going to hold by. Lechatchila at least. The Yesh Omrim. The Kalim Shosin Bahem Melacha. Any Kalim that you have, that you can, that are used to, for work, um, for a, a Malacha on Shabbos. Um, right? In Esr Malacha we're talking about. Kegon Macharisha, such as a plow, or nowadays an electric appliance. Uh, they talk about taxis. Okay, uh, taxis, it's in the same category, unless it has your name on it. So some say it has your name on it, your number on it. So that's, that's a separate question of Maritain. But since it's in taxis, it's a common thing to be done, but Arisut with taxis, it's a, so it really, at the end of the day, it has the same din, and it's, 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 it boils down to this this machloket between the Stam opinion, the first one, and this Yeshomrim. So this is a problem on Erev Shabbos to rent it out, to lease it or rent it out 
on Erev Shabbos. In other words, it's not a problem of Shivitat Kelim, it's a problem of an Isr of since it's an item that's used for a Malacha, it looks like, according to the Yeshomrim, there's an Isr, but it looks like the Jew, when he ta- the non-Jew, when he takes it from you on Erev Shabbos, Friday, it looks like you're, it's, he's working for you. It looks like he might be doing your shlichut because you asked him to do it specifically on Shabbos. And that would be an Isr of Amira L'Akum. Okay. Uh, Mishnah Burr points out there is another case a little bit later on about giving them leather to work on Erev, um, on Erev Shabbos. And there, that case was okay because it was katsat lodamim. So we're going to see this again. That when you specifically give him, um, uh, what's it called? When you're not, when it's not being leased, it's when it's, you, you give it to him and then for a specific amount. Um, and so then the, the Rev, there's no profit from here based on the day. That there's, no, there's no day profit whatsoever. It's, you're just giving, you're just giving it to him, and any of the profit that's going to go to the Jew, that's going to go, that from, that the non-Jew gets, is going to stay with the non-Jew. So that is okay. If it's a case where it's katsatz lodamim, similar concept a little bit to kablanut, if it's easier to understand. So then, if it's given over in that case, um, it's not a problem. It's only a problem when it's schirut, and it's, uh, every day makes a difference. Okay? Um, let's keep reading. But on Thursday it's okay. But it's this it's a dindarabanan if it looks like he's beginning to become your shaliach. He's he's working for you. So then that only that Isr only applies on Friday. It doesn't apply any day earlier in the week, because it's only an Isr, it's a, right we're talking about Kalim and that's not a problem. But even then, even if you give it to him Thursday, it can't be it can't be like writing you a special check for every day of the week and Shabbos is specified. It has to be you get one check for the whole week, for the whole month. Now, if there's no money involved, so then you're allowed to give it to him um, just to just to borrow, that's not a problem on Erev Shabbos. Haga v'chein ikar kisvara achrona. So the Ramaz Machmir like this Yeshomrim, umutar lehashilo be'erev Shabbos. But you are still, even according to the Yeshomrim, you are allowed to lend it to him, give it to him for free usage on Erev Shabbos. Afagav shematan asher yehudi yachzor v'yashilo. Now, even though you make a deal with him, it's not when you tell him, I'm giving it to you. To borrow, you have to return it to me erev Shabbos. The law on Rinan gavna Oh, sorry. Even though you made a deal with the with the non-Jew, and you're telling him, listen, I'm doing you a favor today. I want you to do a favor for me in the future. So there is some kind of payment over here. The Jew is not doing it for free. But that's just a favor, and you're asking for a return favor, and there's no, uh, there's no money, there's no contract, there's no, you know, no transactions going on, so it's not, it's not similar to, uh, you know, daily renting, and there's no iser of it looks like you're gonna be, uh, he's working for you. Base. Asur lahashil shum kli le'en Yehudi b'shabbat. You're not allowed to 
lend out any kli to a non-Jew on Shabbos itself. Why? It's a, it's a hotzah, because it looks like, uh, it looks like you told him to do hotzah on Shabbos. Uh, even if there's no malacha, just, uh, if there's no erev. If it's right before Shabbos, like minutes before Shabbos, it has to be where there's enough time for him to take it out of your house on um, on Erev Shabbos. can't be where you're forcing him or allowing him to do it on Shabbos because then it looks like you had him, um, you asked him to take it out on, on, on Shabbos itself. Mishnabura includes many of the achronim, even if it's um, not a rish, even if it's not rishus sarabim, but it's just a karmelis. It's just asur to carry midarabanan. If there's an erev, then it's no problem. Because it looks like the Jew told him to do it, to take it out. And hotzan Shabbos is asur. Gimel asur lahas. What's the name? One's not allowed to um, lease out or lend out his animal to a non-Jew. If, if for, um, for the purposes of the animal being used for a malacha on Shabbat. Why? Because we are obligated, not only must we keep Shabbos, but even our animals, right? It says in the Chumash, we're about to get there in the Parsha, Lema'an yanuach shorcha v'chamorecha. Shmoskav Gimel, we're almost there. So it says, even your animals have to keep Shabbos. You can't make them work, you can't make them work for you. You can't even let them work. There is a, there's a discussion if the animal wants to carry and do a malacha all on its own without being asked if you have to try and stop it or not. But, um, okay, we hear obviously the, Jew, the non-Jew wants to use it on Shabbos, so that's clearly would be Asr. Even if the non-Jew is doing it for himself, because even if he has it, we own it. So even if he's using it, we're still chayev in being careful of, alright? Um, and uh, even if we don't know for sure he's going to use it on Shabbos, but we know he might, so then it's a, then it's, it's, it's a, we can't, we can't rent it out or lease it to him. Um, Mishnabura points out, even though, because uh, we know uh, halakhically we hold the schirut lokanya. When you rent it out, that's not good enough. The Jew still owns it. And, um, right? And Shvitas Behemto is Asr. He points out that there is an opinion that schirut does work. So he says, we only follow that lechatchila, um, lechumra, but not, but not lakula. Of course, if you rented it out, sometimes if we rent, if we rent it from a Jew, we rent an animal from a non-Jew. So it's not really, we don't own it, but we have some kind of ownership because we rent it. So he says, it's not to let it use, to be used for a malacha. But if, but Mimanafshach, he says, if I rent it and then rent it out to somebody else, well, for sure that would be okay. Because either it's a Kenyan or it's not a Kenyan. All right. But you could give it to him before Shabbos and just tell him, make sure you give it back to me before Shabbos. 
Right? That's the condition. He's going to return it to you before Shabbos. If he keeps it, that's another story, but you did your part. But we'll see what happens if he keeps it. So now he says, it's not enough just to give it to him and say, listen, I'm going to let you keep it week after week. Just remember, when Shabbos comes around from Friday night to Saturday night, you're not allowed to use it. Because the non-Jew is not trustworthy that he's going to make sure not to use it on Shabbos. Once it's in his possession and he's paying for it, he's going to use it. Okay. Mishnah um, Bur just points out when it comes to Kenyanim with the non-Jew, we're not discussing Kenyanim, but he, he just points out make sure you do a if you are going to be makna it, you're going to give uh, sell it to a non-Jew, make sure you do it with Mashiach and money. Because if you just do one of them, if you just pull it or just give money, then it, uh, the Kenyan may not be uh, chal, may not uh, be a proper uh, Kenyan. Okay. Okay, now, V'im hishila o hiskira le'ed Yehudi. Okay. Now, if you lend it out or you rent it out to a non-Jew, V'hit ne'imu la'zira la'kodam ha'shabbat v'ikla b'shabbat. You made a deal. He has to return it before Shabbos. But what happened? He kept it anyway. So then, Yafkirena b'no le'b'natzma kodam ha'shabbat. So you have not much of a choice. You have to be mafkirit. You have to say it's no longer mine. It's hefker. Really. He said, Beino le Even if you're a mafkir at all by yourself, it's good enough for this purposes. It's better if you do it in front of three people. Um, in general, we say for hefker to work, we often say it needs to be in front of three people or at least one person. But here, um, on a derisa level, and that's what we're worried about, of the, um, the animal. So then, um, it works Beino le but they say it's better to do it in, in front of three people. So that's one option, is you be mafkirat. And I say you could even, uh, well, let's keep reading. Oh, yomar behemti kenuya le'ena yehudi. Or you go to the, to the non-Jew and you tell him that I'm giving it to you. And you have to give him some kind of money or some kind of a kenyan and you make it his. Just for the day at least. Kedei shinatzel mi'isura de'oraita. So that you're not over the Isser Deraita of your animal being used for work on Shabbos. Okay. Now even if you do a proper Hefker and you make it not yours for Shabbos, no one else can take it and, and, and now uh, take advantage of you and keep it. His purpose is not to be Hefker forever. His purpose is only to get out of Isser Shabbos. So there is much discussion on how this works. Um, does it work if you're Mafker it just for Shabbos for this purpose? So we do hold Hefker, is Hefker even if it's for one day. And so the so there's a question, there's a discussion how it works. But simply put, it could be, you look at it as your, um, some say it's a, when you're doing a hefker, you're being makna to other people, or to, to anyone who wants it. And then some make a whole discussion about hefker. I mean, if, if it's called a Kenyan, how can you do it on Shabbos? Because Kenyanim on Shabbos we don't do. But, um, 
Lamaisa, it's pretty simple. Everyone says it works. Uh, the exact mechanism is is a question, but at least you're you're um, removing yourself from it for the day of of Shabbos, and you're saying at least for this day itself, it's Shabbos. You're not saying it's not mine forever, but you're saying I don't have any ownership or a mafkirit for sh- however it works. It's one or the other, but it's uh, for you on Shabbos. It's not yours, and that's enough. So the, some say it's mama shefker for a day, and some say it's it's really uh, Hefker forever, and then you get it back after Shabbos. But the assumption is that no Jew is going to take it, because it's Aser, for him also. And the Goy, when he gives it back to you, really, I mean, according to this Tzad, really the, 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 not, the Goy owned it, but he doesn't know that he owned it, and he's giving it back to you, and you're allowed to accept it from him. So that's... Thank you. Okay. Tadarabha. We said this already. Okay, Vedavka Bishabat. Now this is only on Shabbos of Al Now you get stuck into this predicament, what do you do? So this is only a problem for Shabbos, the Ramah writes. On Yom Tov, there's no Isr of Shvitas Behemto, because it says the Pasak of Lamanya Nuach Shorcha is only discussed by the, the psukim, uh, the parsha of Shabbos, it's not by, um, it's not clear that it refers to Yom Tov, but many, um, many Rishonim, Achronim, they argue, and um, the Mishnah Bura, Yalkut Yosef, they all are, um, they're machmer for Yom Tov as well. So the Maisa, most poskim say that there is Shvitas Behemto on Yom Tov, un, unlike the, the Ramah. Dalit. Yisrael Shizkir Shvarim and Yehudi Lacharosh Behem. Now if Jew, um, leases out or rents out his ox to a non-Jew to work with them. Right? To do a malacha. V'chorish behem and he uses them. So then, yesh matirim in kibel alav en yehudi achrayut mitav zela. So the question is, how is this, how is this allowed? So some say it's allowed if the non-Jew accepts complete, um, responsibility. Mita, zela, geneva, v'yukra, v'zola. In other words, if the non-Jew accepts that if it dies, the, the, um, the non-Jew is going to have to pay for it. If it gets stolen, if anything happens to it. If it goes up in value, it goes down in value. So essentially, the, to a certain extent, the non-Jew basically owns it. And then there's no more problem of shivitas behemto. V'yesh omrim, t'kevan she'enayun ene Yehudi, yacho lamochra im yertze, nikrat behemat Yisrael. And some say it doesn't help. Usually we say Yeshomrim Vyeshomrim Alakha is the second opinion. So that's so he just but he points out there is an opinion that's that's Mako, but the Khathila one is certainly um uh should not rely on this kula because the non Jew is not able to sell it. If the non Jew is not able to sell it, that power he wasn't given to him, so then it's still called, the Jew would still be over the Isser Daraisa of Shvitas Behemta. Um, unless, of course, if the, the Jew, the non-Jew had complete responsibility and it goes up and down or up, uh, up or down in value, the non-Jew will suffer or gain from the consequences. And if the non-Jew is able to sell it, so then, it, then everyone agrees that's okay. Then you wouldn't be, that's, an, that's enough to be called um, not owned by the Jew for the, okay, for the Salah. Hey, 
Im Yisrael, Yehudi Shutafim What happens if there's a partnership? So if there's a partnership, even if there's a partnership, both are Usr in, uh, I mean, even if there's a partnership, the Jew is still responsible. He can still be over the Isr Daraisa Ashvitas Behemta. So what do you do? Few options. So how do you deal with the situation? So, right. So the first option, which we discussed earlier, similar to um, when you're a partnership with uh, with a property or a merchat, something to be used together. So before you buy it, right? Before you try and solve your problems before they start. Before when they bought it, kishakanuta. The deal was sheyito any hudi b'shabbat. We say el biyomchol. The goy gets it on Shabbos. The Jew gets it on Sunday, for example, and then the other days they share it. So then, whatever is done on Shabbos is not considered the Jews, right? That's that was the deal on Shabbos. The Jew does not own it. But if they didn't make this arrangement before they bought it, it's too late. You got to come up with another solution. It's too late to make a, this arrangement afterwards. So what do you do? One option is, you basically, ki'ilu lend it to him for Shabbos. And you tell him it's on Shabbos, this is after the fact. I'm telling you, it's all yours. And you also have the right to sell it on Shabbos. If you decide you want to sell it, you're allowed to. Uh, obviously, we have to share, you know, share the money you get because they're partners. But he has full rights on Shabbos to sell it. Even if the Jew doesn't want him to sell it, he's allowed to sell it. So then you get out of the problem of Shvitas Behemta for Shabbos. And similarly, So like we mentioned before, if all the responsibility on Shabbos belongs to the, to the non-Jew, for better or for worse, so then you're allowed to. Second opinion says, if he has full responsibility, you're allowed to. Um, even if the non-Jew has full resp- full ownership, except he cannot sell it. He's, it's full except not selling. That's the, that's the difference. So then, then, So basically it means that uh, this item is considered like a potiki or a mashkon in, in the sense that he's not allowed to, the non-Jew has, takes full responsibility for up and down in value and, and, and being lost, but he's not allowed to sell it and the Jew has like a shibud. He has a, he has, he's not allowed to sell it and bec- through this item, through this animal we're talking about, through this animal, he has uh, rights, um, his money is in this animal. And um, so that's this is like his security. That since the non-Jew is not allowed to sell it, you just can't tell him from now. Uh, so in this case, you made a sh- you told him he's not allowed to work it on Shabbos, and if he does, you write down like a star, and you say 
that if if you go against our agreement and you work it on Shabbos, you are chayev in all the onsim and you write it down in a, in a proper contract. So again, this also works. The Ramah writes, And the Ramah says you can. They're all these are all acceptable uh, kulas or haterim. How to get out of the situation? If you're a partner, you can do whatever you want, any one of these. Okay, you just have to make sure it's it's publicized because people are people if people already know that you guys are shutafim in the davar and he's using it on Shabbos, you just have to make the farsim that you did it derech heter and you and that's um, right. And then there is one other. Thing that we mentioned earlier, that Bach points out, that applies to this halacha as well, that if you are, um, what's it called? The other, there is one other heter if you're mafkirit. If you're mafkirit in front of three people, as a so if necessary, another heter for shvitas behemto is if you're mafkir from shutfas. Okay, another quick caveat when it comes to shvitas behemto, it's only a problem that we're worried about the goy doing it is if you're going, right, giving it to the goy, is if they're going to be doing shvitas behemto by carrying items. That's when it's for sure nesodaraita shvitas behemto. But if it's just going to be carrying people, like you're, you want to give him a horse, you want to lease a horse, and he's not using it for carrying merchandise, he's only using it for, for people, uh, for riding. So then we say, because a live person carries himself. On a deraisa level, we don't say that the animal is carrying the person. 